96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. With me this week is not Doug Ray, but Garrett Ray. Once again, I'm Bryce Payne. All right, Garrett. Well, before we get started here, uh, let's do our uh, our Wealth Guardian salute. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this time of year... You know, we really want to take the time to 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 give that salute, to give that honor to our service members and, and our first responders. Um, you know, this is a very difficult time of year to be away from family. We understand that our service members who may be overseas, you know, protecting our freedoms, fighting for us. Uh, we just want to take a moment and recognize you, and also those first responders. Really nasty weather. Look like it's going to come through here over the holiday uh, Some season. Cold. Some cold, I guarantee you, some firefighters, some policemen are going to get some calls really early in the morning, really late at night. So want to um, just give that respect, give that salute to them. Thank you all for what you do. You have our respect here at the Wealth Guardians. Very good. Yep. And uh, Garrett, thank you and your dad for your service in the Navy as well. All right. <clears throat> uh, let's go ahead and get started with things. Garrett, what are we talking about this morning? Five uh, the mistakes you need to avoid uh, yep. in 401ks? With 401ks. So 401ks, you know, we, we got to love them because they are easy. They're, they're quick. They're painless. They're, you can almost kind of put them on autopilot. But there are a few things that we see come through the office sometimes. And we're just like, geez, it makes us scratch our head. One thing that I want to talk about, Bryce, the first one here, leaving money invested in a former employer's 401k instead of rolling it over or out to an IRA. So I came across an interesting study by money.com. used to be Money Magazine. It's been around since the 70s. Great publication. They said as of June of 2021, Americans have left behind and abandoned old 401ks up to $1.35 trillion with a T dollars. So it says the average American, you know, now it may have been a couple generations ago, this wasn't as prevalent, but with our 20 and 30 something year olds entering the workforce now, they will change jobs at least 12 times. Wow. Imagine the opportunity to forget about, even if you did all the right things, you did your contributions, you got your 401k set up, and then life just came and went and you forgot about an old employer's 401k and you haven't looked at that thing in over a decade. I wonder if that's the statistic is really looking at what people forgot mm-hmm. or that was actually a deliberate strategy is I'm mm-hmm. not going to worry about it. I'll just leave it there. They haven't forgotten about it, but yeah. it, it's not in their current employer's 401k, I think is what that's saying. It's but that's correct. still, yeah. that's, that's very yeah. rarely a sensible strategy yeah. to do. So yeah. in a sense, whether they deliberately forgot it, whether they actually forgot about it or deliberately left it behind. It's not a sensible thing to do in any, no, it's not sensible. And and the thing of it is, is just all of the, uh, you know, ideally, right. You would love to be able to to track your finances and know, because that's the common question we get all the time. Am I on track? Right. Am I getting prepared for an eventual retirement? Um, If you aren't tracking, you know, just the money that you may have left behind from former employers, you don't know what your fees may be. You probably haven't checked the actual investments that that 401k right. is in. So what are you even invested in? That's right. So it sounds very common sense. But folks, it's out there. You know, the entire 401k space is around $7 trillion and $1.35 trillion they claim left are, are left behind. Left behind. Yep. So here's some benefits of that uh, or some drawbacks. Uh, some benefits of role, the, the ideal thing that you should do is when you leave an employer, don't just leave that 401k behind, yes. but go to a financial advisor and say, hey, I've got an old 401k, 20,000, 50,000, whatever the amount is, and I want to roll it over to an IRA. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because there are thousands, infinite more 
investment options inside an IRA than there is a yes. 401k. Yes. Everyone out there, you know that if you're contributing to your 401k once a year, you get a letter stating here are your investment options in your 401k. You yep. could probably count those investment options on two hands, Absolutely. maybe three hands. Uh, so <laughs> yep. you, you've got anywhere from 10 to maybe 20 investment options that are probably all going to be mutual funds. They're not going to be the cream of the crop mutual funds. Yeah. They're, they're, we, we rate those when we do our planning. We, we do a comparison of the mutual funds that somebody's in, particularly around their 401ks. There's a lot of bad mutual funds available to people out there in 401ks. If you roll it over to an IRA, once you're available to do that because you've changed employers, now you've got the world of investments open exactly. to you. You don't have just mutual funds or poor performing mutual funds. Right. The fees in all likelihood are going to be lower in an IRA than they are going to be in a 401k. And I know that goes contrary to what a lot of people think out there. Well, I don't see any fees on my statement. Okay, well, we can talk about that. There are fees <laughs> uh, that aren't being shown in your statement that are out yes, there. there are. And then your, your IRA can be actively managed. Mm-hmm. Whereas a 401k is almost never actively managed. It's yep. just you put it into a set group of mutual funds. And if the market starts tanking, there's nobody there saying, hey, I'm going to call up this employee and yeah. say, do you need to change your, your investments because the market's going down? That doesn't happen, but right. that could happen if you have the right advisor and they have an IRA for you. All right. So that's number one. Good, good call, Garrett. Absolutely. What do we got for number two? And you did a great segue into this. So second topic here, failing to rebalance often enough within your 401k. Yes. Um, you know, we see this all the time. It's, it's, you know, someone is entering the the kind of the peak part of their career, probably, you know, mid forties to mid Mm fifties, you know, at their highest earning potential. That's typically the years that you find that to be the case. And they've really aggressively invested in the market within that 401k. You know, they may have up to 80, maybe even more than 80% of their investments or insecurities at full market risk you know, you fast forward five, 10 years, they're getting on that edge of retirement. They're starting to think about it now. My gosh, they haven't, they're still reallocated the way they were in their peak earning years. Right. They're, they have not prepared themselves to take a more defensive stance on their portfolio and start protecting those long, hard earned dollars. And we see that all the time where when we ask someone about their personal risk tolerance, and then we look at the risk tolerance that their portfolio is exposed to, Oh my gosh, the, 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 the misbalance there that we see all the time. And it's simply because people just kind of get into that habit. Oh, I'm making contributions. I'm good. Right. And they see the account growing mostly because of their contributions and hopefully they've had some market gains, but they don't realize the risk that they could potentially be taking. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you create say, Oh, well I have a couple of stock mutual fund options in my Mm. 401k and I've got a couple bond options. I've heard that I'm supposed to do 60% stock, 40% bond because I'm 50 years old. Let me do that. I'll put 60% of my contributions in this one and 40% in here. Well, if the market's going up, that balance of between 60% stock, that's going to grow more in value than the bonds are. And therefore, before you know it, you're at 70, 30 or even 80, 20. (laughs) And you have to, you have to, in a 401k, you have to actively go in and rebalance that yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not going to automatically happen as Garrett was saying. If you are just tuning in you're listening to the wealth guardians radio show with bryce and garrett here on this uh holiday morning and we're talking about 401k mistakes you need to avoid and in the second uh set here the second segment we're going to be talking about financial due dates now garrett we got time for one more here what's the third one that we're talking about here this morning all right bryce i'm definitely curious about your thoughts on this one so sticking all of your money in the so-called target date 
retirement funds and assuming that your account is now customized to all of your retirement needs. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, I got my start in this field, uh, 11 years ago um, with T. Rowe Price. And T. Rowe Price was one of the uh, original companies that came out with these retirement-dated funds. Yeah. They are convenience above all else. There, there is not a grand poobah type of strategy behind this is <laughs> that is uh, blowing the experts away. It is right. simply taking a couple of that company's mutual funds and putting them together into a pre-mix for you where you've got your large cap, your small cap, your mid cap, and some uh, fixed income, meaning bonds, into one mutual fund for you. So it's balanced. And they, they give a date there, like the 2035. That's the idea of when you would retire, then you get into that one. And the ones that are dated 2045 or 2055 have more stock allocation than they do bond allocation. Uh, they're really, mm. really cookie cutter. If you don't know what you're doing and in convenience above growth or convenience above um actually having a conversation with a financial planner to figure out what's the right balance for you is the most valuable thing, then by all means, put your money in those. But you are not going to get the performance and they are going to be a lot more aggressive than what you than what they really should be. Yeah. And I can go into why that is because they're competing with all the other retirement dated funds that are out there. Yeah. And uh, it is... Um, they're going for growth, so they're a lot more aggressive than they should be for that for somebody who's trying to retire at twenty thirty five. So I'm not as big a fan of those as I was years ago. If you have a, a proper financial planner in your pocket, then uh, you can create a better portfolio for yourself than just one of those cookie cutter put all your money in this type of fund. Gotcha. Uh, uh, you know, if, if you would like to have a, uh, a more formal conversation with Garrett uh, or Doug or myself about what your 401k looks like and is it properly allocated, maybe your IRA is out there, please give us a call, 336-391-3409. You can also reach out to us via the web, thewealthguardians.com as well. And I'll also put in a quick plug for our YouTube channel. The show that you're listening to right now on the radio is not just on the radio, but it's being uh, videocast as well. And you can go to our YouTube channel, The Wealth Guardians, and watch Garrett and I do these shows as well and see the whole backlog catalog as well. All right, Garrett, I think we got to go into the break here, but you've got a trivia question for me. I do. That's, yeah, you're doing the trivia question for me this week. This is great. Yep, Every, we're, we're flipping seats here. All so. right, this is now I know how it feels. It's time for the Wealth Guardians trivia question of the week. So the trivia question is this, Bryce. So I think if you look in the geopolitical space, most people would agree that America's closest ally is is Great Britain, right? Okay. You would agree with that? Yeah. Okay. And we share a lot of the same culture, certainly a lot of the same kind of uh, common law and all that stuff. When it comes to the holiday season, though, we all know the main figure in the American holiday season is none other than Santa Claus. Okay. That is not the case in the United Kingdom. What is the Christmas main character or figure called? in the United Kingdom. All right. Well, we will uh, take a look at that. We'll see if I can get that answer on the other side of the break. Uh, we're going to stick around for that answer. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. 
I'm Bryce Payne, along with not Doug Ray this weekend, but Garrett Ray. And in the second segment this morning, we are talking about financial due dates. What does that December 31st deadline mean as far as all things financial for you? Now, before we get to our trivia question that this week Garrett asked me instead of me asking Garrett, uh, I've got a trivia question for you, too, actually. Are you looking forward (laughs) to your retirement? That's a yes or no trivia question. I hope it's a yes. Do you want to make sure that you are making the best financial decisions for your retirement? I hope you also answered yes to that one. If you answered yes to those questions, then Garrett and I have great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer a no cost, no obligation, second opinion review of your retirement plan, including a deep analysis of your assets investment portfolio, insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees you are currently paying. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees and align your risk and improve your overall retirement picture so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call. Our phone number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. Remember, the markets aren't going to wait for you. Okay, let's get on to that trivia question that I didn't ask Garrett, but Garrett asked me this week. All right. So Garrett, you, let's re, tell yeah. me the trivia question again. Here. Absolutely. So if you guys are just tuning in, this is the trivia question. So in the geopolitical space, most people would agree that the United Kingdom is the United States' closest ally. So we share a lot in common as far as culture is concerned. The main Christmas character here in the United States is none, none other than Santa Claus. That is not the name that the character goes by in the United Kingdom. Okay. The question is, what is the name of that character? What do they commonly call him? Well, he's got a lot of names, um, and I believe in the United Kingdom, it's one of two things. It's mm. it's it's either Chris Kringle or St. Nicholas, and I'm going to go with Chris Kringle. Is that right? Oh, that yeah, hurts. I that know. stings when it's coming it at is. me. It, is. it feels good when I'm doing that to, <laughs> to you or to it your is. dad, but yeah. so is it, uh, is it uh, Chris Kringle then? I mean, no. is it St. Nicholas? So it's one that when you hear it, you'll be like, oh man, I've heard this before. He is known most commonly over there as Father Christmas. Father Christmas. Father okay. Christmas. Yeah. And so now Santa Claus and Father Christmas are kind of interchanged, but he's still predominantly called Father Christmas. The Americans started rubbing off on the English this time uh, around the 1870s is when Santa Claus started to be spoken over. And, oh, really? Yep. It okay. wasn't before the 1870s. It was always Father Christmas. Father so, Christmas. Yep. And they kind of got that Santa Claus name. Yep. And of course, <clears throat> the character Santa Claus that we traditionally think of is comes from an actual person, St. Nicholas, yep. uh, back from the... Wow, I don't know, the 1300s or 1400s. He's a Saint Nicholas. Actually, did give uh, poor kids uh, around the holidays or around the winter mm. time would give them uh, extra warm clothes. From my understanding of things. All right, Excellent. Garrett. Uh, great. Uh, I wish I had gotten the ring there, but uh, it, it, <laughs> it does sting on this side of things. All right. So, what are we talking about here in the uh, in the second segment here, Garrett? Yep. So you know. Almost anything you want to do with your investment accounts has some sort of deadline or due date that we need to consider kind of in our day-to-day interactions as we go kind of year by year. Now that we're at the end of the year, we thought it would be a good time to go over those common things or those common dates and when that needs to be done by. Okay. We just finished a segment on 401ks. Yeah. 
Let's talk about that a little bit more. 401k contribution. When's my deadline for a 401k contribution, Bryce? So 401k contributions have to be done if you want it to count as a tax break, mm. be deducted from your, uh, your, your earned income in, let's say, the year 2022, since we're in 2022. You've got to make all those contributions into your 401k by December 31st of 2022. Right. Okay. Plain and simple there. Good times. Next one we get IRA. Hey, Bryce, I've got an IRA. I'd like to convert some of these monies into a Roth. A, a conversion? Is yep, it, a conversion. We're not talking about a, con, a contribution. Oh, I'm sorry, a contribution. Yep. Okay. If so, I've got an IRA, Roth contribution, when can I contribute to those accounts and it count towards that taxable year? So if we're in 2022 yep. and I want to contribute to my IRA so it's a tax break this year, or I want to contribute to a Roth so that it grows tax-free forevermore, mm-hmm. when do I have to make that contribution? But it's about a, around a $7,000 contribution that you can make depending Correct. on how old you are. That has to be done by not December 31st, but mm-hmm. by tax filing season. Right. So it's a little bit different than your 401k contribution. Why on earth can I make my 401k contributions? That I can't make any contributions after December 31st, but for my <laughs> IRA or my Roth, I can make those contributions up until whenever I file my taxes. That's usually mid-April. Uh, you can ask for an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a strange one. Yep, there. it is. Okay. It is. Interestingly enough, a little comment on that. I have heard that part of the reason that that was negotiated in Congress was that lots of companies do give some sort of holiday or end-of-year bonus. This allowed investors to have that couple extra months to take, you know, possibly invest their bonus and get some tax deduction from it. So that was well, it's it's helpful to have it at tax season in the mid April, because you don't know until that time what tax bracket you're going to fall in until you get those W2s at the end of the year. And so you might be that, well, based on what tax bracket I fall in, based on how much I earned this year, I may want to contribute to an IRA or I may want to contribute to a Roth or neither. And so you can't make that sound decision with your uh, CPA or your Mm. tax accountant until you've gotten all those uh, W-2 earnings in. The next one that we're going to talk about is really where (laughs) it stumps me. This makes no sense. I agree. Um, Okay. So we have an IRA and we want to convert that IRA or a portion of that IRA into a Roth. Yes. What is my deadline in order to do that? I've heard there's some tax advantages there, but when do I actually need to do this? So you have to do this. We're going back to the December 31st date Mm. on this one. And this is what makes no sense because if you want to convert some of your IRA monies, which are pre-tax monies uh, to Roth monies, which are after-tax monies, that is a taxable event to yes, do that. Is. And it counts as earned income. So if you want to convert $10,000 from your IRA to your Roth, you've got to pay taxes on whatever tax bracket you fall in on that $10,000. So it might only be that 8000 is going into your Roth. Well, you have no idea how much <laughs> you can convert and keep yourself in the same tax bracket until you're about to file your taxes. After you've got yep. all those, again, all those um, W-9, W-2s and whatnot coming in saying this is how much you earn. So you can look and say, oh, well, I fall in the 12% or the 22% tax bracket. If you're right at the cusp of that, maybe if you only earned $1,000 more, you'd be in the 22% tax bracket as opposed mm-hmm. to the 12% tax bracket. Nobody wants to do that. But if you <laughs> went ahead and made a, a conversion of uh, from an IRA to a Roth, which is a taxable event, then you've accidentally kicked yourself up in the 22% tax bracket. So why the IRS says that you can make a contribution to your IRA or your Roth up until you file taxes mid-April, but a conversion has to happen by 
the end of yeah. December, that makes no sense. Yeah. And I, I wish that would be one one time uh, date that they would change for us because I, I want to convert sometimes and I haven't. I've got to do my best get math guesswork to figure out. Uh, I can't sit down with my uh, with my CPA to do that, and so it's it's on me, and that that can be tough to do. Absolutely. Okay, so that's conversion. It has to be done by December thirty first. Yeah. Now that we're in the holiday season, a lot of people have kind of charitable giving and philanthropy on their mind. Okay. Um, let's say I've got a non qualified or just a standard brokerage account, and I want to uh, charitably donate some shares to a charity of my choice, an organization of my choice. Okay. Um, when do I need to have that done by, Bryce? So that distribution has to come out of your account again by December 31st. Mm. There is, it would make sense if you could do it up until tax time for the same reason that I talked about right. conversions being able to be done until tax time, which they can't be. You would love to be able to have that extra few months to figure out exactly how much you can give so it would make the right amount of sense as a uh, as a tax deduction. But they don't. The IRS does not allow you to do that. That's got to be done by December 31st. And we've got our clients calling us in right now saying, hey, I want to go ahead and do this right. Well, let's yeah. not wait until the last month. So yeah. December 31st is the uh, is the deadline. But whoever your custodian is. Uh, whether it's Fidelity or, or T. Rowe Price or TD Ameritrade, they don't want you to call them in, uh, call into them on December thirtieth and say, "Hey, I want to, I want to take a distribution. I want it to be a, a, a qualified distribution going over to my charity." Please don't do that to them because it, it, in all likelihood, won't happen that quick. Yep. All right. Very good. Uh, if you are just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians and Garrett and Bryce are talking about financial due dates in. Uh, since we are coming to the end of this year, there's a lot of deadlines that are due for certain things, and some of those deadlines aren't until tax filing season. So we're throwing those out at you just so you can not let anything accidentally skip past <laughs> you. Garrett, uh, we've talked about contributions, conversions, mm-hmm. uh, RMDs. What's the next one that we're talking about? The next one we're going to talk about is Medicare filing date. So we get this quite often. We'll get uh, questions about this. Okay. So... Let's talk about the initial age of 65 because everyone seems to have 65 kind of in their mind. Very good. What is the rules around your age 65 birthday when it comes to Medicare filing? Well, it's uh, th- you've got when, when it's your birthday and your first filing, you, it's not just the open enrollment. That is mm-hmm. three months prior to your 65th birthday. So if you're born in October, that would be what? September is July. Mm-hmm. And if you were born in October, then it would be three months after that. So November, December, January. So three months before your 65th birthday to uh, three months afterward. It's a seven month window. Yep. So you got three months before the month of your birthday, and then three months after your birthday has passed to, to enroll in, in Medicare. Okay. What happens if you're age 65 or older and you're still employed? What happens to you then? Then you would qualify, of course, into a special enrollment period. And then whenever you do eventually retire, let's say that age 67, then you would have again that same three or sorry, that seven month window. Uh, and you would fall under your special enrollment. Right, so. right. And that's generally, and then you've got open enrollment on top of that, yes. which is just October 15th to December 7th. If you want to change whatever plan you're in, Correct. a Medicare plan, uh, you can change between those uh, that open enrollment date. And uh, so that covers it to your financial due dates, just so you don't let anything slip by. You. Oh, well, I thought that was April that I could do that by. Well, a lot of them <laughs> aren't April. It's December 31st. And speaking of December 31st, Garrett, uh, happy uh 
happy holidays to you. Merry yeah. Christmas to you, Cindy, uh, your family. And if I don't see you before then, happy New Year's yeah. to you as well. And uh, it's the, the December 31st date is right upon us here. And uh, thanks for the trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciated that. That buzzer doesn't, uh, doesn't feel good. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have this week. But Garrett and I do want you to have the happiest of holidays out there, the merriest of Christmases, whatever uh, special day you celebrate this time of year. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray, the show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB.